forever. Dog. Warning. The following podcast may contain torrid lightning storm hookups, rowdy carnival brawls between drunk 13-year-olds, and unwise drug and cheese cocktails. And if you can't tell, none of this is stuff Scott, Mike, or Jason did. John Gabris leads us on a good time in Long Island's Adventureland on Podcast The Ride. Welcome to Podcast The Ride, a podcast hosted by three real confident guys, not dorks at all. Guys, play along so our guest doesn't figure it out. I'm Scott Gardner, joined by Mike Carlson. Hi. Hey, uh, I am confident. and uh, Sounds like it, yeah. Yeah, my voice is very deep. <laughs> That's right, <laughs> and always. It's, it's not because I have a canker sore like <laughs> way back in my throat today, which is true. It's because of my toughness. It's not because of the stress I put on myself on a day-to-day basis that gives me sores in my mouth. That's not why. <laughs> It's because I'm so fucking tough. And I cursed. So, yeah. That's right. That was very tough. Very uh, tough. Jason fits into this archetype as well. Uh, my, I'm so confident. Uh, so my ailment currently is that um, I have some sort of uh, inflammation on my left index finger. So I am on mm. uh, multiple antibiotics. For Wait, it. whoa, whoa, whoa. Multiple? No idea. Well, an ointment and uh, a pill. <laughs> yeah. Wait, prescribed? Prescribed, yeah. Via uh, the miracle of Teladoc. Uh, yeah. I thought it was like a very painful ingrown nail and that it just was not going away. So oh my uh, God. that's my my thing that I likely did through stress, potentially. It wasn't through jamming on the guitar? No, it wasn't through just like getting Not some calluses. tasty licks <laughs> yeah, on the guitar. Yeah, Jason usually plugs in and just like solos over some old Sammy Hagar Montrose albums. But that's that's not warm up. Yeah. That's how I get into the zone. Yeah. yeah. But uh, let's let's bring in our guests too. I, I think we've done we've done a good job uh, preparing for our, our who we are and our types. Uh, <laughs> you know, he's one of the funniest people in all of podcastum from High and Mighty Action Boys. John Gabrus is here. Yeah, I actually am. Unduly confident, so uh, it's smart to bring me in. I'll bring that kind yeah. of energy for you guys. Good, thank I, you. Yeah, I need it. My only physical ailments are ones I've been dealing with forever: mm. obesity, uh, small dick. Arguably, one really helping the other one shine. <laughs> <laughs> what a pairing! <laughs> yeah, what a deadly combo—the devil's pair, if you will. <laughs> uh, I got a, I got a pimple right in the inside of my nostril, also. So, so we're all, everybody's doing great. Everybody's their best selves. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we, we need this as relief today. Mm-hmm. I'm so stoked to be on Podcast The Ride because since we did that live show in Chicago, sort of, we were paired, Action Boys we and you guys. paths yeah. in the dressing room, yeah. And, I, and bef- leading up to that, we... The Action Boys, we cannot stop talking about how we are probably the two opposite energy podcasts. Like, because we roast like Disney adults because we're just 40 year old toxic uh-huh. masculinity guys. So, like, we're just like, uh, and it's like, it's so funny that the two, we're like, again, talking about four quadrants. We're hitting yeah, all yeah. four quadrants between those two podcasts. Uh-huh. All four white quadrants. <laughs> 
it would have been really funny if, <laughs> it would have been really funny if our audience stayed and then you guys just did the show in front of them yeah or if, and vice versa people yeah. who like watched a chuck norris movie in preparation sit down with you to talk about like the parking lot at whatever <laughs> the yeah, ours was about a mall it was about things that used to be at a mall uh, that aren't there anymore interesting stores and restaurants uh-huh yeah c- compatible uh, i'd say um yeah no th- we're, we're glad you could be here to to bring this energy and uh, um yeah, and flesh out the quadrant situation uh, um and also i think it bears mentioning possibly i think it's a little interesting that we were like we've been wanting to have you on for a while but in my head it was like no that's one to not zoom because we're sick of zoom we're gonna do yeah. it in person we're gonna do it right when things are safe and then you said you'd do it and then you got covid <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> i got covid over christmas and i was like i should look at my calendar because i think this takes me to 10 days takes me to january 5th mm-hmm. do i have anything early in the year it's like oh i do have an in-person podcast record i'm like scott i confidently said yes I'd record in person but alas we need to punt it <laughs> uh, I uh, it seems like it went fine seems like you're good to go I'm okay now yeah I feel I feel good um something occurred to me there is a there's we have a system that we have probably not used in years the idea the how we're supposed to rank uh, rides and parks yeah uh, our system of uh, is it uh, it's keep it as is plus it up or burn it to the ground for insurance money <laughs> We rarely do this, and maybe we'll do it today with with Adventureland. But I I thought we should ask you to do that with uh, COVID or Omicron. <laughs> if you had to keep your keep COVID as is, plus it up, prove it in some way. Ideally, we burn it all to the ground and get insurance money, or at least insurance. Any, we just get health yes, insurance. Uh, might help all of us. <laughs> burn it all the ground and give everyone health insurance. That sounds good to me. Like all things to the entire country to the ground. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Start well, over. Sure. I'll take another six hundred dollars. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I just prefer not to be on a prepaid debit card for whatever right. reason this time. Yeah, it makes it so hard. There, I did a podcast where the 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 payment was like a seventy five dollar Amex gift card, and I'm like, I have no idea how to like use this, and it's like <laughs> I gotta buy something that's exactly seventy five dollars, I guess, uh-huh. or I have yeah. to bring it with me in store shopping, which is not a thing you want to do these days. Swipe my seventy five, then pull out my credit card and put that last eight bucks on it, or oh, something. I had more, and then the transaction is longer, and I'm in the place longer. <laughs> yeah, that's that's no good. No, that's you gotta have like a code too, right? Yeah, Usually, and I, yeah. And I'm not of the level of wealth yet where. I'm gonna let $75 that I got for podcasting uh-huh. fall on the wayside. I'm like, sure. I'm like, uh, like my wife is like, you okay? I'm like, yeah, I gotta figure out. I gotta get this money in our account somehow. She's like, we're, we're gonna be okay. And I'm like, well, you know, I don't make a lot of money, so when it comes in, I want to put it. You're somewhere. trying to like take the money out of the card somehow. <laughs> I need the money. Where's the money? You're at? ripping it up with your fingernails. Is what <laughs> inside it? God, I have the money. Yeah, like, like you think it's an envelope? It's like, yeah, like something's gotta be inside uh-huh. guys hide the american express gift cards we'll do something else thank capers <laughs> shove it back in your backpack shit <laughs> all these jeffrey bucks we were gonna give them <laughs> um you're you were here today you brought up this topic i love when there's something that is, that has not come up on the show and that like represents a, a, a whole area of the country that we don't really know about and we were talking about Adventureland, which we, we should say is not the Disneyland Land Adventureland, no. and it's not a place in Iowa called Adventureland. This is Long Island's Adventureland. Yeah, 
Uh, and Not you- to get to fully into like Long Island centric, but I googled Adventureland just to see if like before I came here, like check the Wikipedia and see if if I and I was like, what do you mean? There's multiple Adventurelands, and I'm like, yes. the most basic ass fucking name, but it's such a part of my childhood that I was flabbergasted that it existed <laughs> elsewhere. <laughs> well, and the the one in Iowa just changed owners to right at the end of 2021. Mm. Like the people who own Kennywood bought the Adventureland in Iowa, and I'm reading this article, and I was like, I don't think this is Long Island because it mentions Des Moines a lot. <laughs> it mentions nowhere about New York, Probably. and then I was just looking at all the names, the owners, and so now I'm just googling guys' names just to make sure I'm not like, oh, funny enough, it's owned by the. No, it's not. But this is the Adventureland that inspired the Jesse Eisenberg movie. Yes, Adventureland. Yeah. Yes, even though in that movie that Adventure. Land is in like Pennsylvania. That is Kenny. Yeah, that was shot that in was Pittsburgh Kenny. at yeah. Kennywood. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that they shot it at Kennywood, but Greg Matola, the writer director, is from Long Island and based it on his, I think, his experience working at Adventureland or at, at least Adventure hanging Land. out there. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Worked like carnival games, seemingly. I haven't seen the movie, so if there's carnival games in the movie, then... I think there are carnival, I think there are carnival games, games in the movie. In the movie. Yeah. Yeah. I, remember, I, I haven't seen the movie in a long time, and uh, if I remember correctly, there are, is it Van Wild uh, Ryan? Reynolds? It's Van Wilder. Yeah, he's, he's in the movie. Van Wilder to me, baby. <laughs> but uh, Ryan Reynolds, I think, is in it, and uh, Kristen Stewart. Stewart. Yeah. Stewart. Uh, I think Hater and Wig. Yes. Play the owners. Hater and Wig oh, are sort of yeah. like the grown-ups at the place. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Oh, and they all they have uh, shirts that say "Games, Games, Games." Okay, that was one of the things about <laughs> Hell yeah. it. Yeah, what are the what are the other characters' shirts say? <laughs> I don't know. I just remember they all had that on the poster. Okay. And when you search Adventureland on eBay, you find the promotional games, games, games. Shirt. I kind of oh. want that shirt now, though. Now that yeah, you're that's saying cool. it, I, it, yeah, deep reference. Wow, <laughs> yeah. deep merch. Um, what is so? Uh, I like deep merch that conveys something else also you know what i mean like i'm a fan of games in general but if any so people are like oh you like games i'm like yeah but if people are like oh is that from adventureland you could be like yeah now now you're getting like the bonus content out of it yeah this is this is what i say all the time about the toys i collect you want like deep you want deep characters that people go on who's that and then you explain to them like because my biggest dream is to have a michael eisner doll and i say like this is a first like edition michael eisner doll from 1989 when he was like fresh ceo yeah the Disneyest of all Disney yeah. figures I got right yeah. here. <laughs> Not Mickey. Fuck Mickey. But Mickey. Fuck Walt. It's the original Eisner. <laughs> characters are made up. Eisner yeah. is real. Eisner's a real fucking guy, man. Yeah. <laughs> that actually figure does not exist, though. It doesn't, but I, I feel like oh, I want to okay. will it. Well, that that existence. I'm just, it's something I'm munching a lot on the show, so it's it's like a dream to, for something. No one's going to make it at this point. The guy's 80 fucking five years old. <laughs> I, think, I think somebody well, can make it. Yeah, somebody can make it. It. 3D printing it. being what it is. You know what? This I hate to really take us off on a tangent. There's a guy who sculpted a lot of like the old Ninja Turtle toys when we were kids, and like a lot of the Happy Meal toys. And he just posted that he's willing to do like sculpting work. Whoa! So I don't know if he should sculpt the podcast, the Rye Boys, and then have Mike Michael Eisner as their friend as well. <laughs> <laughs> I got to yeah, figure I mean, out where you run into a thing where you see that connection. You're like, all right, I can get us a cool gift for the podcast or I can make my dumb dream finally come true. <laughs> You're trying to make those One both happen the same, the same though. Yeah. 
Hmm, I'd <laughs> rather have Eisner. I don't. I'm going to be judging how I look in the like. Yeah. Oh, that's what he thinks I look I'd like. like I didn't know side. he did Funko Pops. He's like, like does not dude? I'm like, whoa, that's what my that's fucking head looks like. Me. <laughs> but if we're like the same scale as like the Muppet Baby Happy Meal toys with Nanny and Eisner's like Nanny, and the three of us are like on the big wheel. <laughs> <laughs> like you want him just to Eisner's be... shoes next to you. <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> you want him to be our daddy is what you want. I mean, yeah, I do. Long story short, I'm looking for a daddy. Does anyone, can anyone 3D print me a daddy? Yeah. <laughs> Preferably that resembles Michael Eisner. Yeah, Preferably. please. Your actual father is listening. Like, he listens to every episode. He, yeah, he does. I, well, I know. Yeah, I yeah. said that I, could, uh, there was an episode where I said that the full house men raised me in the morning because he worked nights and he got really upset. Oh, man. <laughs> does your dad listen to any other podcasts? Uh, yeah, he listens okay. to like, he, he, he's in like this, he like goes like, oh, you know, this off book podcast is really good. And then he listens mm. to Doughboys and. Oh, cool. All he'll, right. He'll mention, I was, like, I was, my mom doesn't listen to my podcast, but I don't feel offended because she doesn't listen to anything but uh-huh. Billy Joel and Elton John, you know? Sure. <laughs> uh, so, but I, a dad who listens to other, like that generation, someone who listens to podcasts, that blows me away a little bit. Yeah. He, yeah. May, I, he probably listens to yours now. Oh shit. This. Thanks, Pop. Welcome, <laughs> yeah. Papa Carlson. As long as you <laughs> my, my, Sorry, Mr. Eisner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're not very polite. He might not get that listener. My, Mike's dad specifically. Yeah, he'll try it. Now that we brought it up, he'll try it. He'll, he'll listen to the show. My dad worked nights as well. Mm-hmm. I should mention really quick that my, speaking of off book, my mom finally has a phone that gets podcasts. And I told you guys this, uh, uh, finally attempted to listen to Podcast the Ride and put it on and said, I didn't understand what was going on. There were songs about bears. I didn't know what was happening. Mm. We basically, we did an episode with the Off Book Podcast that was an improvised country bear jamboree <laughs> that does not represent the other episodes whatsoever. So my mom yeah. finally tried, why are there bear songs? Never trying it again. Uh. Damn it. I had my one chance. <laughs> a- anytime a broken format. <laughs> yeah. Anytime a friend from the past or a non- comedy friend who doesn't understand podcasting or family member chooses to listen it's always like I listened to the one you did about pornos with and it's like oh no like they always listen to the one where you're like I would never send that as the one to listen to I listened to the off format one where the audio was really fucked up from seven years ago it's like why what made you choose that one a friend of mine from high school listened uh, hadn't listened and he's like oh a friend of mine listens to your show he said uh uh and he said, oh, and I went to high school with Jason. And he's like, oh, yeah, Jason me- recently mentioned a, a short story uh, to crickets. <laughs> like, he, the, the response to mentioning what? that story was complete silence. <laughs> was what like, short story anyway, did anyway, this happen? I think when we were talking about, um, uh, uh, to, about the impressions to France. And I said something about like <laughs> writers who wrote about theme parks, and I mentioned a George Saunders short, short story, MacArthur oh, Genius Grant. Oh, you winner. said we were like we just we were like, what are you talking about? I uh, yeah, and I was like, oh, that's okay. Let's just move on. Don't worry about it. So <laughs> this, is, this feels like a humble lighted. brag that you're saying, like, oh, by the way, listen uh, to Jason. Feels like and, uh, a classic relitigation. <laughs> it's, a re- <laughs> it's a relitigation, <laughs> but it's also a reaction yes, this no. time around, assholes. <laughs> but this isn't like I listened to the podcast and I was embarrassed what I heard. This was like I listened to the podcast and Jason's smarter than his other. 
host. Yeah. No, it was <laughs> like Joe more. Jason misread the room and was greeted <laughs> with complete silence. The phrase crickets was in the end. Unless yeah. it kept going yeah. to say the crickets that's were fair. undeserved because yeah. his poster, his co-hosts are dummies. <laughs> Which is true, but okay, I get, I, your framing was correct. We'll I try to get, if you can weave organically a George Saunders reference into this episode, we'll react huge, I yeah. promise. Luckily, there we'll is a, a rainy pond in Adventureland, so you can shoehorn in <laughs> swimming in oh, it. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> I assume. I don't know the references myself. Um, uh, crickets, uh, crickets, crickets, crickets. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, tell us your connection to Adventure. That this this was a place uh, you went a lot as a kid. You, you live near what? Uh, I, what's your situation? It was like? a few towns away, but like anything on Long Island, like everything is twenty minutes away. If anyone asks, you know, it's like it's a twenty minute drive. It's a twenty minute drive. It wasn't bad. It's in Farmingdale, Long Island, and it was a go to like treat destination uh, like yeah. oh uh, we'll take you guys to Adventureland like once a year was a thing from the family but it was mm-hmm. also a go to like field trip location for high schools and, uh, and and younger and then also like so-and-so's having their birthday at Adventureland or so-and-so's mom wants to take uh, so-and-so and three friends to Adventureland uh-huh. like so it was, it was like kind of like a, a thing to do I, I, uh-huh. I would Compare it to hiking in Los Angeles. <laughs> Would you like to go to Adventureland Saturday morning or whatever? But uh, it it was a fucking and so we had Six Flags Great Adventure in New Jersey, uh, which was you know way further away. But we knew that was like the real Adventureland felt like uh, to us. I and again we didn't even know. The, the differences between that we just knew that they both had the word adventure in it so it was like Adventureland is like junior is like the little brother to Six Flags and, and in reality they have no connection whatsoever it's just right. again our small world of like we, we've been to Six Flags and that's huge so this must be the little brother that's on Long Island and mm. we fucking I loved I loved that place I loved Adventureland until you got to it like 19 and you were like this is this is an arcade more or less this is like a it's like <laughs> okay. arguably like a large street fair in a way you know uh-huh. what i mean it's not like it's not particularly thrilling or exciting and there's not yeah. like cool vintage shit that you would be like oh this is legendary it's been around since forever like the, the, the music express oh fuck <laughs> they still they're still playing get a grip on this <laughs> Eat the rich in, 19, in 2011. Well, this is exactly yeah, you're, historic. Look, we talk about Aerosmith all the time on this podcast. So you talk about. I'm sorry, I don't recognize the bad that. boys. The okay. bad boys from Boston is what I usually oh, call me, them. Excuse me. So okay. what? Well, I hate to keep sidetracking, but do you agree with Scott and I that the best Aerosmith song is "Jaded"? Oh shit! <laughs> I do Jaded's, not. I don't know. Yeah, "Jaded" is a little like power poppy. I don't know. Yeah, it's I don't power poppy. I like choice. "Dream On." Okay, oh, sure. that's yeah. a solid choice. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what, that's because I. And maybe it's because it's the song when I first heard it and someone's like, that's Aerosmith. I was like, no fucking way. His voice sounds like, oh, my different. Favorite, no, my favorite Aerosmith song is the one that doesn't sound like them at all. <laughs> yeah, there is a disc. I remember like not understanding that once I, like, getting acquainted with 80s, 90s Aerosmith with like Wayne and Garth, Alicia Silverstone, Aerosmith. I'm like, wait, that can't be. That doesn't yeah. sound like the same guy at all. My way into Aerosmith was like the first album I got was Get a Grip because they were cool from Revolution X and oh uh, yeah and <laughs> those, uh, videos. So, uh, those videos that which uh, that VR one that goes <laughs> right <laughs> hand in hand with Revolution X. These guys are up on technology <laughs> and they rock. I love. I just watched a full Aerosmith concert four days ago <laughs> <What>? <laughs> <laughs> on on Access TV. Oh. <laughs> 
which has all the rock and roll you'd ever want from all the different personalities talking about it. And Steven Tyler starts out the show in a giant Native American headdress. Okay. Good. Good. Uh, good. Uh, kind of yeah, I'm not going to pretend I don't know his uh, background. I don't know. I'm, not, I'm unwilling to weigh in on this either way. I just said a fact. I just said a statement. Yeah, yeah, we're all okay. Oh, yeah, you're right. You didn't ask for opinions. Okay, thanks for the fact. That that Would Crickets. you say that's one of the biggest things the pandemic took from you? Because in 2019, 2020, you, you were really excited for the lead up to Aerosmith's Vegas residency. I, Aerosmith had been doing a Deuces Are Wild Las Vegas residency. And I wanted to be in the pit so bad. And the then... A deuces are wild. <laughs> a deuces are... Wild residency. It's a deuces are wild residency. <laughs> sort of famous deuces are wild. You know, you're very familiar do. with it. I'm very familiar with Vegas and uh, very familiar with Aerosmith. So this is starting to creep into I, my likes here. I DM'd um, the Park MGM and I said, will Aerosmith be back for their deuces are wild residency? And they said, we have no information about that at this time. So Shit. it feels like no. It feels like they're not going to be back doing it. So I'm sitting on Billy Joel tickets for the end of February in Vegas, hoping that that doesn't oh, get wow. rescheduled or canceled. I know. I'm just like spitting into the wind with COVID. I'm mm. like, fuck it. I'll go to Vegas. That in might February. be okay yeah. in, in February. But I, feel I think you turned the mic off. Yeah, you're good. Perfect. Uh, <laughs> podcasting professional here, turning the mic off <laughs> mid-sentence. <laughs> Secret information you wanted to give. <laughs> yeah, I just listed my credit card number that I used to purchase the Billy Joel ticket. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad I happened to turn the mic uh -huh, off. There. Sure. You'll be in at that with the specific time. <laughs> yeah. uh, and it's it's from the, the sniper section across the other side. It's, it's wide open. Clear shot. <laughs> <laughs> no barricades whatsoever. <laughs> uh, um. Hey everybody, Tim Heidecker here with huge news. Office Hours Live recorded another episode live. It was one of our great ones with the great Rory Scovel, who's got a new special out on MAX. Oh yeah. And the Trinity's here, DJ Doug Pound. Yes, hello. And Victor Berger the Fourth. Hi, hi, hi. Can't we, wait for the fifth. We enjoy the heck out of doing the show, and so will you. If you find us on the podcast app of your choice. Now. Where were we? I we mean, were talking we're about we're happy to be Adventure, in Aerosmith as yeah. much as possible. Yeah. Uh, uh, Adventureland, well, I, you know, I, I saw that in looking at it on, on Google Maps or whatever, it, I, I noted from above that the, the physical space of the park, I think, might be a little smaller than the target that's next door. Yeah. <laughs> it is like, there's not a ton of room at this No, place. there's like a, a mall that's like now like you know a sort of not a full-blown uh, closed-in mall but like a strip mall kind of thing that features a dave and busters that's like uh, a five-minute drive north on the 110 or whatever uh uh this it is, is on 110 because that used to be in the name of the park is what yeah. we it was called adventureland 110 Playland. <laughs> really clunky. Uh, four, huh? Very Try to get land in there as much as possible so people understand that it's not in the sea or in the air. Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> it's not virtual. People are very confused. we got to say land a few times, okay? Uh, 110 Land. Playland uh, Land. <laughs> so, like, a little further up on the 110 was a Dave & Buster's and the rest of the mall, like the Dave and Buster's was like half the size of Adventureland. You know what I yeah, mean? And yeah, it was like, it, 
it started to feel really quaint as yeah. things got bigger. Like even like the proliferation of like SUVs made Adventureland seem small. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> the second you were like 16, you were like, this place is small. Cause you were just finally big enough to not be in awe of it. Uh-huh. Yeah. It, it definitely is the definition of like a local park, like a neighborhood park. Yeah. And like, I, I've said that before about Knott's Berry Farm because there's like, houses right behind it there's houses close by but this is really like oh yeah when you look at it on the on google maps uh there's a target on one end and then down the street is a speedway so it's like and it's just off the main drive yeah off the 110 and it's like okay so if you pass the target you're coming up on it. if you hit the speedway you've gone too far <laughs> right and that and that 110 just has the most suburban long island bullshit yes. like all the way up and down it it's like a main dre- it's a main thoroughfare you uh, got buff you got buffalo wild wings around there oh. you got a Stu leonards oh yeah we, we, people keep saying we got to go to Stu leonards this grocery store with all these animatronics I don't oh i've never anyone. been i've never i didn't even know that was a long island place i, I think i, I went so. once in upstate new york cuz someone loved their hot chocolate chocolate or their chocolate milk or something we got to stop at Stu Leonard's to get the chocolate milk. and I was like <laughs> I remember being like mad at the woman who was saying that so I didn't go in oh wow like, my friend's wife was like I got it and I was like oh I'm fine I was just like mad at the way she was I, her energy and I like did like the pouty thing where you're like I don't want anything and you just sat in the car and in hindsight I'm like now I'm in a situation where people are talking about Stu Leonard's and I'm like fuck why didn't I just go into Stu Leonard's a guy who loves to see new things and eat food and drink beverages I was like no I'll spite you you won't register it at all there will never be a moment where people ask on uh, on some sort of air have you ever been to this place do you have observations about it especially the chocolate milk someone did warn us once it's like hey be careful though there's one Stu Leonard's that doesn't have the end Animatronics, so don't oh, waste your time. Uh-oh. Oh, shit. That well, that'd yeah. be the one we all drive to. You take a huge field trip. Uh-huh. It's only five hours away in Central California. <laughs> <laughs> you get there, it's the one without animatronics. Damn it. I did, that happened to me in Dallas. I tried to go to a fancy McDonald's that had chandeliers, and then I got dropped off in just the most like bitter, cold, desolate parking lot. Immediately clear from the outside, this was not a fancy McDonald's. <laughs> Walked in just to make totally sure no bad people sleep. And all right, let's get out. I like did it long, change? Long lift ride to get to the. Yeah, it was once. Oh. I swear, guys, I'm not making it up. There was a McDonald's with a bunch of chandeliers. <laughs> That's worth going way out of your way. How long did you drive? Like 25 minutes, mm-hmm. I think. That's Made not Aaron so bad. do it too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> then went to, and then like, oh, there's a Chuck E. Cheese though. Chuck E. Cheese didn't have the animatronics. Oh. Total waste of a. Ch- oh, Awful. dude, Chuck E. Cheese. Not again. Not to go on tangents. Actually, but I'm purposely oh, doing Chuck- it. That's now. okay. Yeah. We, yeah, it's for the. It's not a tangent. Uh, a kid had their birth. Chuck E. Cheese was a big birthday party destination yep. on Long Island as well. We had a, a nearby one, and. Uh, a, a, a person had their uh, a, a classmate had their birthday party there I went Chucky uh, a, a big figure comes up one, maybe Chucky maybe one of the other gangs but a costumed mascot asks me for the gift is like oh and I'm like yeah I'm here for Samantha Lope. maybe it's Samantha I was like here for her birthday and it's like and he like smiles and nods and takes the gift and then later on when they're opening the gifts I'm like hey I got something to, and it's not here and it's like uh, no one could find it I was like oh my god I think <laughs> the mascot stole the gift and I remember what the gift was because I started I was old enough like I was 10 or 12 or something but I was old enough to know it was not a kid that stole it like a uh-huh. grown up stole it or at least a 17 year old and in my, it was remember those like 
scoop little handheld baskets that were sort of like hot, fake high life for kids. You know, like you would throw like a wiffle ball back and yeah. forth with oh, like yeah, a thing yeah, that yeah, was yeah. just like a plastic oh, yeah. liquor. That's what the gift was, and it made me laugh so much that like an adult stole that. <laughs> like someone's like, "All oh, right, hopefully it's a video game," and they just take it home, and it's something that's like seven dollars and garbage. <laughs> you need a friend to do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did that, that doesn't even feel like because we had birthday parties there. I don't remember like Chucky or Mister Munch taking the gift. Yeah, it was weird. Like I, I walk in, they were like, "Oh," and I like handed him the gift, and he's like, mm, "Nods," and like walks away, and I was like, "Well, you must know." <laughs> like just. <laughs> Jesus, It'd be really funny if it was like not an official Chuck E. Cheese character. Oh yeah, this is like a, this guy's very specific <laughs> yeah. gift. He's like, I bought this thing on fucking wander. eBay for eight bucks. I can get anything I want from these kids. Yeah, I'm a fucking art. I'm an aardvark, and I wander into Chuck E. Cheese and I steal some presents and I leave. Everyone there is stoned. They don't yeah. know. They don't know what the the characters with uh, the IP are. Corporate no, it's like, it's like, could Hey, be. who's the aardvark? And it's like, oh, I gave my present to the aardvark. Well, there's no aardvark in the band. It's like, well, I'll tell you what, there's an aardvark. <laughs> The <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's no aardvark in Chuck E. Cheese. Everyone laughs at you. <laughs> you like, well, then who did I suck off in the bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I gave him the gift I was going to give the birthday boy. <laughs> He showed me we had matching stamps. <laughs> Man. Oh, boy. Uh, um, okay. This place. Uh, what, what about this place? Okay. Any particularly like memorable uh, uh, specific parties? Uh, yeah. Memories? I have a really uh, strong memory of a really strong memory. Uh, one of the, my biggest memories at Adventureland, which uh, was... I went for a physics field trip sophomore year of high school or junior year of high school, maybe. Maybe it was sophomore. One of those two. Um, and the girl I had a crush on was in my physics class, and she smoked pot. And mm. I didn't smoke pot at the time. I just drank. As a matter of fact, uh, we'll, get, we'll get into it. We drink before the field trip. So we get 240s, <laughs> me, and, me and some of the... And this is an advanced physics class. So uh -huh. a handful of the AP kids, we get together and drink 40s at 7 a.m. before we're going to... <laughs> and before we're going uh, to Adventureland, we're like, yeah, hey, we get fucked up. It's a field trip, bro. We used to get drunk before school like once a month. Like it was like wow. a thing. Yeah. I, I I was a true dirtbag in high school. Like I was like I, I the more I talked to people, I thought the amount I misread, I thought everyone's high school experience was like mine. I'm so like self-centered in that way. Whereas like I got to UCB and I'm like, you guys are all crazy ass class clowns, right? Who uh, tried to break a bottle over your own head at a party once. And everyone's like, no, I went to NYU for theater. And it's like, oh, okay, well, I guess we'll never get along <laughs> until that's, you're that's like a, hiring me. That's a small type in this community. There's like, there's four more of you. You'll meet them all. Yeah. yeah you're, against them. You're doing a podcast with three guys who were like, like uh, mother, I took too much cold medicine in this morning mother and I don't feel comfortable walking to school would you give me a ride please I'm still going to school even though I I'm still going to Ill. school my studies are more important than 
<laughs> no, my my finger, can I take a day off school? I'm on two different antibiotics. It's rocking me. <laughs> my canker, mother, my canker sores are acting up again, mother. <laughs> and I'm worried I won't be able to answer all the questions in every class like I normally do during the day. My George Saunders report. <laughs> I'm going to blow it. Mother. <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, you're fucking hammered. <laughs> you're so, describing what is happening on another planet. <laughs> Yeah, this is like Nat Geo. It's like a movie or a film, I'm imagining. Yeah. (laughs) So we're we're drunk before school, getting on the bus to go to Adventureland, and uh, we're like having a, you know, just shenanigans. We're like, we're so stoked to get there. We have to do some physics stuff. Like, we have to do some things where we're like, just like notice angles and shit like that. You know, like we'll talk about <laughs> centrifugal force at when we're in one of the things. Like they wanted to, and we, but it was all sort of like, this is a movie for you to watch. It'll help you learn biology. You know, it was all like get the kids, make them run yeah. around or whatever. I remember that happening at like at Magic Mountain around here. That, but then like, but, but there are things that defy gravity. And like, <laughs> does Adventureland even have anything that would teach you anything <laughs> no. about? <laughs> Again, the more the more I thought about Adventureland on the drive over here, the more I was like, it really was very similar to the street fair that would like roll through. Or the Strawberry Festival was another one that would roll through <laughs> Long Island, and it would be like the same exact shit. But so we're there. The uh, well, I'll just name the crush Joanne, uh, which is my mom's name, which is weird. But this is also my crush's name, so it's not. Mm. I didn't make up my mom's name for her. (laughs) I could have made any name. I chose her real name. So in case she listens, Carlson's dad, please get her on. (laughs) You gotta send it to her. Not the off book episode, the one I'm on. (laughs) Don't send her my podcast one. (laughs) The one on format. I never talk about her except on podcast the ride. so I, we get there and she is drunk as well and she's being a little flirty and we were mm. friends but uh, we only later hooked up once in college uh, when uh, we were both like adults again. It worked out. It worked out a little. Yeah. yeah. I got a, a strong ending made out in a pool during a lightning storm. So and, but <laughs> mother there's a lightning storm. I can't swim today. Yeah. So as a strong ending like we're like 18 years old 19 years old or something like that. But I was like ready to marry her at that time like just i was i, I was wow. like oh you were my high school crush i'm now cool in college and you like me oh i learned i was like a drunken hookup for her i, I uh, felt the i felt uh, the opposite for the first time something i had done in college a few times at this point sure i felt the inverse where i was like so like call texting her the next day so that was wild huh she's like i know i really you know like i made a mistake and i was like oh yeah 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 totally uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> this is where i'm at as well making sure you felt weird too yeah yeah no no no. i've got a lot going on for me at college i gotta get back early actually the short form improv team i'm in uh we're uh, <laughs> got a big show uh, every semester <laughs> i mean by the lightning i think i think our brains weren't right <laughs> oh okay yeah it was very dangerous i know lightning in a pool no 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 making out with you <laughs> oh. for my social status oh yeah yeah okay but at the time she's just uh we're friends i'm the funny guy she has a crush on me uh, i have a crush on her uh we're we're riding the ferris wheel and we uh we and the ferris wheel i think was like you got in it was like a you can be in like a four person thing and it was like shaped mm. like an apple if i remember and like a circular table in the middle mm. so it was kind of like a cock it was kind of like a cocktail table at a bar like a, <laughs> a four top uh-huh. that you sat at and then it just went around and so we we told the guy we had to stop it at the top for a a project can you stop us at the top just five minutes so we can get him and the guy's like yeah of course it's like, <laughs> i think it I th- and if i 
I, I might be misremembering this, but it might have been like all of Long Island physics classes would go to this field. Mm. Like, I feel like maybe it was like uh, physics day uh, at Adventureland or something oh, like sure, that. Sure. Possibly. Because I remember the guy being like, totally. But then again, he was probably... <laughs> an, at my age like a year and a half old he's, he, he's probably a year and a half older than I was then and stoned and was like yeah fuck I don't give a shit no, there was no question that yeah totally wasn't going to be right. the response I don't get paid any less if you sit up there for hours I don't give a fuck <laughs> so he puts us up there and we're faking like we're measuring we have like a weird astro lab type thing that like we took from that the teacher gave us from the lab to like but really we're sparking a bowl and I don't oh, wow. smoke weed mm. but Joanne sparks the ball so she's like uh, Gabers wow. uh, yeah even then I was called Gabers by everyone I was like uh, hell yeah and I just <laughs> I took a rip of a ball and I'm drunk and I'm, I'm 16 I'm drunk I've been drinking for a few years but I've never smoked pot now I'm maybe arguably cross-faded we and it was so and it was so fun it was like magical and and in my head I'm seeing like this is like teen romance movie. Oh, yeah, We're like yeah. smoking pot at the top. It's going to be fucking great. So then we go to get snacks and we go to the concession stand. We're in line at the concession stand. We get up there. They have chicken nuggets. I'm like, fuck yeah, chicken nuggets. And they were like, uh, do you want barbecue sauce or something? Probably honey mustard. Which dip would you like? I'd be like, I want the nacho cheese from the nachos. Like they had like a little peel back nacho cheese and they were yeah, like, yeah. Okay, and they gave me that, and I'm like, hell yeah, and I'm eating chicken nuggets dipped in nacho cheese, lit as fuck, giving them to people, being like, this actually rules, and people eating it and being like, yeah, it's kind of like, it's hot, it's really hot, it's kind of warm out here, and I'm like, yeah, it's fucking good, huh? And they're like, yeah, it's really greasy, and I'm like, oh yeah, and I'm like digging in, going ham on these things, and then Joanne and, and friends are like, we're gonna go on the pirate ship next, which the pirate ship, I think, is a pretty famous ride, I think I'm talking to guys. Swings back. Yeah, yeah, swings yeah, back yeah. and forth. And the cool thing is to be in the last row, right? Because that that hits you the most. You get right. the most. Uh, oh, you get the most perpendicular. Swing, yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. And I believe, if I remember correctly, the pirate ship, it either had the E had fallen off, or because <laughs> it, it was like P I dash rat. I remember we would call it the pirate. <laughs> and be like you want to ride the pirate and it's like it's got and it's all themed out like a pirate ship uh -huh. <laughs> but we all refer to it as the pirate it's like was that for physics day they just took the e off oh shit i didn't even put that together <laughs> we gotta take the e Possible. down come on boys yeah <laughs> so we get on sit in the back row and she's sitting next to me and like you know like sitting next to the girl you have a crush on your thighs are touching and you're just mm -hmm. like it's not sexual at all but it's you're like you feel static electricity yeah, yeah. you're like oh my god oh my god this is physical contact of our thighs and we're on the pirate ship and oh, I'm just starting to turn fucking gray I'm like oh my god I'm stoned for the first time I'm drunk I'm full of chicken nuggets and nacho cheese and probably a Dr. Pepper or something like that and I'm like Ooh. and I'm like really gray and now I'm a grown up and I like know that feeling where you're like okay just sit breathe you're a little mm. not like you've gotten a little too fucked up or a little yeah. too dizzy or a, as you get older you know like okay just relax just relax i'm gonna just get water in a second i'm good for net like but then you're just <laughs> like are you okay i'm like huh? Huh? fine get off the ride and barf in one of those green barrel you know, like the garbage <laughs> barrels that they have laying around and i'm just like Bleh! Bleh! And <laughs> 
I am so torn because people are roasting me for throwing up from the kiddie ride that is the pirate ship. Uh-huh. <laughs> but the teachers are around, so I can't be like, I'm fucking hammered, dude. Like, so I have to be like, I think the nacho cheese was bad. <laughs> people are like, you fucking. My friends who know I'm drunk are like, you liar. And then even the teachers are probably like, you've been staggering and your breath reeks of fucking malt liquor. We're on to you. <laughs> well, <laughs> you should be commended, though, for being considerate enough to make it to the barrel. Yes. Make it to a green barrel. I, I remember distinctly being like, oh, oh, you know, like, yeah. sort of like, I'm going to demonstrate oh. for you guys, sort of this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Where you're just like, your cheeks are puffing and you're like, like it's coming, it's coming. Yeah. Like your chicken books. You're like, of, yeah, like you're pecking. <laughs> you're, you're pecking. It's starting to come out. Yeah. <laughs> like when you see a three or five year old do it, you yeah. know what's about to come. Right, right. But it's a 16 year old. You're like, Oh, 16 year old in a backwards here? Quicksilver uh, visor and frosted tips. Yeah, <laughs> frosted tips. Then. Oh, yeah. Wow. I had bleach blonde hair and or oh. frosted tips from like 98 through 01 or 02. So, like, around wow. this time period, that was just sort of the natural greeting on Long Island. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you were just like a salute, basically. <laughs> yeah. They're like, is he saluting us or yeah. is he going to vomit? Like, Welcome to the island, brother. Nassau County, I can tell by the nacho cheese, you know? <laughs> but that's like my most wow. distinct memory there and it's like a highlight for me honestly it would maybe not be as fun of a story if i never actually closed the loop and got to make out with joanne like i think i would i think i would look back at that as like my one chance that i blew because that's how i felt in the moment too i was like it was really cruising for me but again I'm 16. I'm misreading everything. Like, uh-huh. you're like friends with a girl who really does want to date you. And you're like, that's my friend, Janet. You know, you can't tell that she likes you. You're in love with a girl who's just like using you for homework and you have no life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's I was I was like, oh, yeah, the, these two girls that like you. Those are your friends. The girl you love, you've never spoken to before. <laughs> right. yeah. You've yeah. never spoken to her, and you sent her a note, and she said she didn't want to date you. What's going on? Just the fuck. Ugh, so embarrassing. And, like, and if I would have had just a modicum more of bravery or self-awareness, you could turn to like a girl be like, hey, we've like hung out every weekend for yeah. junior year. Are we like... Are you into me? Am I? I think I might be into you. And it's like, yeah. oh shit, should we kiss? Like, uh-huh. instead, you're like, I'm in love with that girl. What? She's like five years older, smokes cigarettes, <laughs> works at a salon. She doesn't fucking want you. You're sick. You don't. You, you drive your mom's minivan when she lets you. you know? <laughs> I had a middle school crush. I don't think I've said this on the show. Who like was. I, I I thought maybe I was like making my way in there. We'd like talk between classes a little bit, but she's a little bit uh, like not really giving me the time of the day. But I'm like, oh, this is going fine. But I was around enough that she could tell what was going on. And one time she was like, tie my shoes. And I went, I bent down and did it, and I tied her oh, shoes. Wow. And I was like, now she's there. I have just sealed the deal. My <laughs> she was going by prison rules, and you were going like, oh, this is the first step in our courtship. And she's like, I got him in my hip pocket. Now. <laughs> You're walking around class wow. with your one finger in her pocket. <laughs> 
Scott's like whistling his way home. I tied a girl's shoes today. It was like Cinderella. <laughs> Someday your kid will be like, Dad, the girl of my dreams. I tied her shoes in class. And you're going to be like, Son, this is actually a lesson I can give you on love. Yeah. <laughs> Don't have many, but let me strap, strap in. She told me she was going to let me kick the football, then pulled it away at the last minute for days. She's done this for days on end. Yeah. I'm going to try again tomorrow. It's gonna, Christmas yeah. after all. so great when it works because there will be a win <laughs> yeah and that's going to be a satisfying kick too <laughs> worth the many many trips um, <laughs> wow wow yeah incredible that has a happy end that there what that wasn't just like the end for you yeah. socially in several regards but i guess but i don't know other people the, the, some people in that group must have also uh thrown up in similar situations. yeah people <laughs> right, puked, right. Yeah. i'm positive other people have i mean i would later uh, be too sick to hook up with a girl in college like that like you know would be like yeah definitely we're we're lining this up that we're going home together and i just crossed the <laughs> the i just crossed the thin red line or whatever <laughs> wait what's the name of the malik war movie yeah, the, the thin, thin red, red line, line. Yeah. red line okay cuz in my head i was like am i being anti cop <laughs> out loud <laughs> uh and Adventureland also recently back into my brain and zeitgeist because of Good Time. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah. movie, which I mm-hmm. fucking loved. Yeah. They, yeah. like, the end of the second act or a big chunk of the uh, back half of the movie takes place at Adventureland on Long Island. Mm-hmm. Not even name change, just it, and you see it on a map, and they use the real address. <laughs> it is just fully the place which is strange that they it's cool that they would allow that to come film here and use the name and because, like do acid and kill somebody yeah. here like, it's the most <laughs> terrifying because I, yeah I didn't realize that's where this was shot and when you brought it up like oh that's where like one of the most horrifying things ever <laughs> was filmed this true psychological nightmare yeah which if you haven't seen it it the, might be more distressing than all of Uncut Gems. A very yeah. distressing movie, but I think the theme park sequence <laughs> of Good Time is so unnerving. Such a nightmare. Yeah. Where they, they have to break in there because they left a bag of cash and a, a like a Seven Up bottle that is full of pure acid, pure acid or, or pure MDA or LSD, and yeah. it's and it's in the haunted house. So it's <laughs> which is like a kind of. I mean, any haunted house, I guess, will be a little scary in the wrong circumstances but like that is a grimy neon upsetting genre (laughs) yeah i was kind of horrified to realize oh it's that place god it's so you feel like you're on acid or so right it's 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 pretty wild to like the the idea of that chintzy cheesy ass haunted house if you're in the wagon driving through you're like this is absolute bullshit but if the park if it's just dark and you look in you're like that's the scariest fucking thing i've ever seen like the side view of a haunted uh-huh. house you know you're like oh that's oh, too yeah, spooky yeah. but when you're in it you're like this is cheesy this is a, it's a small world more or less uh-huh. and then when you, you just happen to like get back and look back you're like actually it's fucking terrifying <laughs> yeah the break room is scarier yeah but it's the so this is the see if you haven't seen the movie where the like Robert Pattinson and the, I don't know the other actor, but they break into they break into the park. Security guard sees them. Barkhad Abdi from uh, Captain, Captain Phillips. Phillips. I'm the captain now, and he he like tries to find him, take him down. Uh, but they beat him up real bad. A merciless. 
beating and then steal his clothes <laughs> so then poses the security guard. He no longer has security guard clothes on. He now looks like a drifter and they dump all of the LSD. They force feed it into his mouth mm-hmm. so that when he comes to and the paramedics are there, he seems like a crazy person who broke in and he's just babbling <laughs> and whatever's happening in his brain is enough. I just, I was like, it's so, the movie is so stressful. Yeah. yeah. It's one of those movies. It's not a good time at all. <laughs> it's really, there's very funny moments, but it's not a good time. At no, all. Yeah. I, I loved it. It was maybe my favorite movie of the year. It came out 2017 or whatever, but I haven't seen it since. Yeah. Not when you're at dying to revisit. Yeah. I did watch this part of this horrible part for, for this and it, it is it's great uh i got curious why the safties were interested in shooting there if it was part of their upbringing and apparently josh Safdie, uh the the adventureland is the first place that he ever saw bloodshed he saw like dumb teenagers get into a really bad fight and blood splatter on the ground jesus really wow. so he'd never seen just blood uh, hit pavement or anything in his life, and it was there. So just the trashiness of it. Oh, well, fuck. Hit him. simultaneously, Adventureland was used in. I don't know what this is. Sherry and Lolly's Diddy Doodle Work song Bonky Lou. So same place, same filming location. And I, I think um, if you keep reading, I, I read that same article. It explains that in that Shinky puts uh, PCP all over Dipsy Do, yeah. and they have a melt. Yeah, so it's a children's thing, but kind of a ripoff or an homage. We haven't had a chance to talk to the creators. Yeah, so you can you shoot know. other types of scenes there. Be creative. Guys. I'm assuming that's also what the scenes from Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt and Succession uh-huh, uh, were uh-huh. like. So uh, yeah, that's a pretty big uh, like filming notable aspect of Adventureland 2 that it's the, the first episode of Succession mm-hmm. and that it's it's one of the play I think they've also filmed a great adventure but it's one of the places that has represented the Waystar Royco oh right because uh, uh, cousin parts. Greg is like a mascot Train. Briefly. that's where yeah. that happens yeah he worked yeah before he climbs up to be one of the immediately to be one of the six most important people <laughs> in the company he is super stoned <laughs> in a mascot costume and throws up out of the mouth of the costume yes, and is yes, fired in within front of kids and yeah, yeah I remember that's where that. that happens and steals a child's highlight playset <laughs> oh shit cousin Greg has been fucking me from the jump off yeah I knew it he plays a character in that named Dodrick Dog that's the who's that's the the, <laughs> the mascot the dog, he is the dog mascot and then in another episode uh, I think Kieran Culkin has to dress up as Dirk Turkey mm-hmm. um, I there's <laughs> <laughs> Dirk Turkey is a. I'm gonna use that name in something like John it's Gabers has strong. Dirk Turkey. Like that's so yeah. strong. The I, they do a very good job, I think, in that show of creating not just you can really tell, and there's probably a whole episode we could get out of viewing the viewing the Succession universe from the theme park perspective. But yep. it's so clear that 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 awful corporate umbrella owns not a Disneyland, not a Universal Studios, but a Six Flags. Right. Yeah. This is so clearly with like bargain bin yeah. IP <laughs> and it's weird and dirty and unpleasant. <laughs> it's like they've, they've perfectly They're milking conveyed. like blood from the stone of, you know, it's like we're not trying to make a lot of money. We're just ripping off like, you know, get a thousand of these bullshit like sweatshop versions of <laughs> yes, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. theme parks. With going. constant turnover, yeah. we never have to pay anyone well. No one will ever work at the 
this park. Yeah, for no one's gonna ever really months. love it either. But no one's ever gonna. People are still gonna go because it's a fucking you know uh, oasis in a dry in a desert. <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah, yeah we will always put them in somewhere kind of boring. <laughs> Not a lot to do. What else are you gonna do? Go to they're, they're, they're called Bright Star Parks, I believe. Mm. I think so. Yeah. Not go to Bright Star. What the fuck else are you gonna do? That's the tagline. The they are also <laughs> good. <laughs> Kendall's, uh, or, I'm sorry, Logan's discredit. Uh, uh, like, just I'll put fucking the tagline. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Grow a pair. Yeah, the show. Can we get a hold of the Succession Show Bible, but just the chapters about the, <laughs> the different company structures? Oh, like, no, yes, we don't. Please, we yes, don't need boring. the character backward round. We just want the corporate structure of Waystar Royco. Yes, yes. I want to read the annual report and the profit market Origins of their mm-hmm. crappy theme. Oh, parks. I can't wait till like, all right, guys, spoilers for the upcoming season of Succession. But it looks like they start turning a profit on the European Bright Star Park. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what? How is that a spoiler? Are you guys watching the show? <laughs> this is what you're taking from it. Euro <laughs> Bright Star. <laughs> I can't wait. Uh, um, there's one other good, a similar nonsense to what you read, Jason, in terms of things that have filmed there. This is in the Wikipedia. Uh, that an advertisement for Daniel Keemstar Keem's cotton candy G Fuel flavor <laughs> filmed at Adventureland. Yeah, Keemstar, of course, one of the, a, a streamer, video game streamer, who just Im- now has like millions of followers on social media and everything. And he's just, one of those dudes who's become just like an advertise, like he's like an advertising. They're, they become Seemingly. like advertising companies. Yeah. What agency? That's the word agency. I'm looking for. Oh, yeah, advertising. Yeah. They just become advertising agencies where it's like products come to me. I make an ad for it. Whether that ad is just me going, I love blank, or you know, <laughs> I, here's my cotton candy G, G fuel. Yes. But then just on his own accounts, just post the most insane thought that comes into his head. We'll just tweet it out. Mm. Oh yeah, I think I saw him getting roasted for some. You know, like a lot of these guys like to wade in on like gender conversations. Uh, <laughs> current <laughs> events. Yeah. yeah. Current events. <laughs> <laughs> their geopolitical view is not it's the like, most. I have good opinions and I don't put them out there. <laughs> Learn from me, Keem. Uh, uh, fu- you, you, you said something about uh, the Safdie brothers, uh, Josh seeing blood shed there for the first time. And I thought this would also be sort of antithetical to your theme park experience. But like street fairs, Adventureland, and the Strawberry Festival, which was like a, a, a kind of street fair that came through one weekend uh, in the summer. Street, the other, the Belmore Street Fair came in one weekend during the, uh, you know, it jumped, jumped around for every weekend around Long Island. But we would go to fight. Like it would be like, <laughs> you would go like, the kids from Wanta High School are going to be there. Or, you know, like another high school was going to be there. And, you know, one one of your friends had beef with one kid from Calhoun or whatever. Oh. And it was just like, all right. And then you would have like an 11 on 11 scrum or a fight. I've been in like a handful of fist fights that were with the backdrop was the fucking zipper. Whoa. Wow. Wait, it's like, well, it's like the, the it's a setting in like a street fighter type. Game. Yeah. Like you, do you go to these places? Because like, and it'll look cool in the background. It does start to feel like outsiders or uh, West Side Story when you think about it. It's like, we're heading to the street fair. Gonna be a rumble. <laughs> you know, like, yes. Yeah. Wait, did you say 11 on 11? Yeah, it would be like, you know, it, it would never, it would always either be one-on-one between two kids that got bad and everyone joined in or it would be a sort of a big scuffle and arguably maybe 
no one really wanted to fight. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was like yeah. kind of like, well, we just got to get together. And it was like a Rams budding horns, you know, where it's like, uh-huh. it's mostly for practice, really. <laughs> like, it felt like just a, a, instead, a, a thing to do instead of jerking off, you know, uh-huh. <laughs> just to get aggression out. It's like, let's just go wrestle kids from another school. Like, the, the first year you can go to the Street Fair or Strawberry Festival without your parents is the first year you throw a punch at a stranger. <laughs> It's a Long Island rite of passage. You got got to go with your mom until you're like 12 or 13. Then once you're 12 or 13, you go with your friends. Then you start fucking whipping the fucking, you know, shooting the guy with the water pistol instead of the clown's mouth. You just start to become a fucking feral uh, park employee. The the closest thing I have to that is going to a different set of kids backyard wrestling federation. (laughs) And challenging them? Yeah, like a different, yeah, a different fake, like fake fighting with different people. Where you really know the rules you don't like so explicitly you know the boundaries kind yeah of, yeah but i don't know they, there might be wild cards there yeah i did uh i did some backyard wrestling and oh really day. yeah i was a character named aquarius uh, okay I came out to dawning of the age of aquarius heel or face uh i was sort of a val venus like a fat val venus <laughs> like i was like sexy i was i would do it in like an aqua colored speedo that i uh-huh. had and i was like a fat little kid like you know a fat high school kid scott val venus was a porn star gimmick Ah, I see. Just in case. (laughs) Okay. Who had in a very uh, uh, problematic scene had his penis chopped off (laughs) in like 1998, but then they didn't reference it the next week. He was seemed to be fine. I couldn't believe that they had a character named Val Venus, (laughs) and his thing was his schlong. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. And uh, don't look up Val Venus's Twitter for for good opinions either. (laughs) I'll tell you that. Oh, is he a 50 year old wrestler? So he's either dead or bad thoughts. Was at January sixth, <laughs> <laughs> potentially on the table. Um, this is, I think, everybody, all the like backyard wrestlers from high school who now have podcasts. It's time to like bring the personas back. Go, you mean to wrestle again? Together, yeah, uh, uh, and we want the like bring the because who were you? Did you have a or were you just you? I was Fat Carlson, P H A T, and yeah, I okay. thought I was co- I was like a heel. I was cocky, like I was cool, but oh, I was that. not cool. And my promo ability was very poor. I <laughs> I don't see it. You believe it or not. Believe it or not. I can't believe that. The confident the confident heel persona of a sixteen year old me. <laughs> maybe not up there yet. Uh, but yeah. Uh, I came. I came. I, I I developed some better personas when I was doing UCBW uh, on uh, in New York UCB. Yeah. We used to do like a. A running content. Charlie Todd used to run like a running continuity wrestling league that would wrestle mm-hmm. on the break in cage match. But you would do a promo before, yeah. wrestle on the break, and then whoever, because he would have like a running storyline, and then quarterly pay per views at midnight, Saturday at midnight, <laughs> would be UCBW only show. Uh-huh. It would be like eight cards or whatever. It'd be so long and dumb. <laughs> like, who is this for? No real athletes doing it. There like, was I, like five people who had any physical strength. <laughs> I did a few of these out here, but they never got it going like it was in New York. I think it ran for like five years. Yeah. Yeah. In New York for was a really hardcore. long time. Yeah. Yeah. If I was, yeah, in New York 
and younger, that would have been right, ideal. Right. Yeah, now I would not be excited to do that. Although my buddy just my news, my buddy who does news in Wisconsin, local news in Wisconsin, just <laughs> had a match at a big show for like a celebrity thing, and I'm very jealous and upset. You got to come in as a celebrity because he's a news celebrity. Yes, and he got the pin. He beat Kevin Thorne. He pinned Kevin Thorne, ex WWE guy, and teamed with Austin and Colton Gunn from the Gun- Billy Gunn from the New Age Outlaws Sons. Oh, sick! <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like so jealous. Oh, that's with awesome. rage. I'm jealous. I mean, I know it's its own art form and people take it super seriously, but it's something I've always thought about. Like, I would enjoy this. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I could fall back on being a 48-year-old wrestler. <laughs> Every three weeks. Just looking for an excuse to kill my wife and kid. Every- Jesus. <laughs> Every... Uh- I, I know where there's a wrestling ring f- 10 minutes from here <laughs> right now. And every like couple weeks of my buddy and I are just like, we could still train. This could we could do then. some falls and shit. We, we could get still power, do it. Power plant shit. I, I don't want to put you on the spot, but I would kind of be curious about yeah. a, if you could bring the energy of a 16 year old fat Carlson and do any sort of challenge. I don't know the lingo, but if you were going to like cut oh, a oh. Ball, uh, Yeah. Against uh, what was your, your name? Again? Aquarius. Aquarius. Oh, so you want to channel my 16-year-old self how I would have delivered a yeah, heel yeah, promo yeah, to Aquarius. Yeah. I like this. Okay. Uh, I would be like, Aquari- Aquarius, what you thought you did last week, that was out of line. And I'm here to tell you that you should come out here and fight me now because I'm going to kick your ass. Like, this is the level. Yeah. Maybe my, mine would be like, you got it, Aquarius. And for the record, I'm not gay. Because <laughs> if I'm like 14 or 15, I'm pretty pr- making sure everyone knows I'm not Period gay. accurate. Yeah. 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 It's, 94. it's 94. It's 1994. Maybe WWE is right to have writers. <laughs> There's still a chance. I think uh, maybe when I'm like 60, I'll stop having the fantasy yeah. that it's possible. Sure. I think that's fair. Yeah, I mean, I, I I'd do some mouth of the south stuff. Like, I would love, to, you know, I would do a little management, like a little, yeah. you know, sneak the chair what? in if I have to or whatever. Mitch yeah. and Weiger on Doughboy's head, Excalibur, who does color commentary for, or he does, excuse me, play by play for AEW. And Mitch tried to get it. He goes, you know, what about the Doughboys in AEW? And Excalibur went, uh, in what capacity? <laughs> It's <laughs> a great question. Uh, and you're, you're so I mentioning like Excalibur now, that, yeah. and I'm aware who he is solely because of you. Yeah, he got me you turned on to PWG, PWG sure. which like refreshed my love of uh, wrestling because it's yeah. been, been out since uh, WCW and WO on Nintendo 64. Sure. Came back hard for fucking PWG. Yeah, it's the greatest. Am I making up? Did anybody stumble upon the fact that Adventureland is in a video game? It's as in a, um, the King of Fighters 97. Yeah. Wow. The wow. SNK game. Wow. Well, that, I stopped myself from going down the rabbit hole because SNK was the company that uh, did the modular arcade cabinets. So the arcade cabinets that would have four different games that you could pick from. Mm. Not Neo Geo, but SNK. Also. No, SNK made the Neo Geo system, I oh, think. is. I okay. stopped myself from watching like hours long YouTube videos about like <laughs> the corporate structure of SNK. <laughs> uh, 
But yeah, as, right. as, uh, uh, Adventureland is a stage in King of Fighters. That's crazy. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Oh, that's awesome. I didn't even know that. Yes. Um, I didn't even know that. I say, like, I'm an expert on Adventureland. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know that, and I grew up near it. (laughs) That's the real answer. I was very fucked up there several times. If King of Fighters had like a creative character, you could recreate your brawls from the old days. Oh, shit. That would be wild. Put myself in a fucking... I mean, the funny thing is that I dressed exactly the same in high school, like shorts and Hawaiian shirts and like dumb hats. Uh I'm like, oh, I'm 40 and dressed the same way now. Yeah. Sure. Um, Um, Okay, here's... I want to bring up a specific attraction thing. um, I want to make sure I hit it because like... Uh, Garris, you were saying that how the there's not that thing that's like old and special, but there's something that might be a little close and that was restored based off of audience demand. Do you have any memory of a, a, a haunted tree, a talking tree outside of her? There's been several. I, I, don't, I don't know what what the scary ride was when they shot Good Time. But at some point in time, it was called 1313 Cemetery Way. <laughs> oh, shit. That's yeah. awesome. There was a scary tree outside of it. I remember, like, a f- and if I, I might be wrong, but, like, it's a face on the side of the trunk uh, yeah. like built into the tree. I remember mm-hmm. that image. And, like, it mo- its mouth moved or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember uh, um, that image. I'm going to play a video. This is going to sound yeah. pretty terrible, but you need yeah. to get the tone of the, of the guy uh, of the tree. Who It's, it's like... Because it's pretty demonic. It's pretty from hell. And he, there's also, this is a back and forth between a scary tree uh, who is, I don't know if you could see it. There's probably a lot of glare. It is a, a very disturbing tree, I feel. And then a uh, and then an owl in, in its branches. And uh, let me play this. Wow. Uh, that what was just said was I wouldn't go in there if I were you. What's wrong with the little fun in the dark <laughs> adventure lad? And I forget the other exchange. Uh, my idea of fun is not being chased by a man with a chainsaw. <laughs> is what the owl says, and then the tree says something about how he doesn't like chainsaws either. I had a close shave with one. <laughs> um, and this is like a this video is only forty six seconds, and I think that's the entire spiel. And it seems like this plays with that level of speaker tinniness all day, yeah. every day. I, I got yeah. the sense that if you worked there. This thing, this it would spiel be, drove you absolutely out of your mind. Yeah, you would carve it on the wall of your uh, padded room someday. Yeah. <laughs> carve that phrase in there. When you're carted off like Barkhada. That, that is a time where the distortion and the click clacking add to the fear. That's, by the way, better than anything in a Six Flags. Yeah, you're right. In terms Much of immersion better. character. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd have to agree like, with that. That's you. actually cool. And I want to. This is something we we talked about getting to this this uh, Halloween season, but just since we're talking about a scary tree, I want to call this out. We talked about this a while back. Oh, I, I, uh, this Halloween, this haunt cast the fright season. I would like to do an episode about scary trees. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of scary trees out there. Yeah. Not all of them are supposed to be scary. I'm a little scared of the Rainforest Cafe tree. Yeah, yes. I'm scared of the uh, what's the, the toy store? Is it Fao Schwartz? 
Um, yeah. There's tree. There were trees in the McDonald Land universe. Apple pie trees. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't like any of these, and I would like to figure it out Phys- and see if other people are as freaked out by f- tree faces as I am. There's a bu- there's a bosomy tree in the movie The Last Unicorn. That's kind of scary. Oh, yes. no, you know I've what I'm talking about? Uh, I don't. Like <laughs> you hear me? That. You hear what I'm saying? Weirdly <laughs> enough, if it had bosoms in it before 1994, I remembered it. You would have poster of that tree in your wall in college. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On Action Boys, we watch uh, classic action movies from 70s, 80s, and 90s. And I'll throw a movie. Well, you know, the movie of the week will be whatever. I'll put it on and be like. I've watched so many movies on TNT or uh-huh. HBO over the years as a kid. I'm like, oh, I think I've seen, and especially like a Chuck Norris movie, they all kind of blend together. So you're like, I don't know if I've, seen, but then every once in a while you're like, have I seen this movie before? An example was like, we were watching The Howling and I was like, I don't think I've ever seen this movie. Feels familiar. And then there's a scene where like a woman takes her shirt off by a campfire. I'm like, oh yeah, I've seen this movie. <laughs> I have this in my head, of course. This is still there. Because I watched this at the most like sexual developing time mm-hmm. of my life. Yeah, yeah I, I humiliated a roommate in college because a girl came in and I don't know what I, I guess I was being a real asshole because she goes what's this movie fair game and i go oh yeah he's got that because Cindy crawford is topless for like two seconds in it <laughs> like i know exactly what the movie fair game is and i just sold this guy out although she should be like you know that too you asshole did you know that that the book that that movie's an adaptation of is also adapted into the movie cobra with sylvester stallone which no is- nowhere near the same plot or anything wow <laughs> one but book technically the two different ways wow oh, wow weird that's crazy <laughs> wow i think i have all those specifics right did yeah. you know that cindy crawford's husband randy gerber <laughs> uh owns the uh, casamigos tequila well, he, george Cl- and there was a story where george clooney uh gave everybody all the investors in the company a million dollars in briefcases and said yeah. here now you're all whole this is a story that has come up on the podcast <laughs> Uh, 29 <laughs> A lot of times it's I love the Clooney giving, He gave like a million dollars To nine yeah. of his friends right? Randy right. didn't yeah. do that Randy Gerber Cindy Crawford's husband Didn't do that That was George It was George <laughs> And he paid the taxes For everyone And uh, you know, yeah. The love with which You say that Jason <laughs> yeah. you admit, well, I do think that's the root of it That this is your dream Is that this happens to you Jason wants <laughs> me to give him A million right? dollar briefcase <laughs> So bad This has been As soon as he met me Any person he's ever Made friends with He's dreaming of them handing him a briefcase <laughs> full of free money. Yeah. <laughs> well, relieve yourself of dreaming of me doing that. I'm not a real money person. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm definitely not a briefcase person for sure. Yeah. <laughs> definitely an old duffel bag. <laughs> and you have to pay taxes on whatever's oh, yeah. inside. Yeah. You got to pay taxes on my 1099s. I'm fucked. <laughs> yeah. I'm in over my head, Sharon, and you got to help me. <laughs> Patreon does not help you out on that. Please do. No. No, no guidance. Whatsoever. <laughs> no Cloonies are they. <laughs> uh, is is George Clooney like weirdly immune to like the Hollywood criticism of even the elite uh, uh, elite liberals? Like he's sort of like so magnanimous and backs up his acting talent mm. and, move, and he's not very out there doing a lot of shit either so he yeah, i think yeah. he like threads a very good needle yeah mm-hmm. with these store well these are like it's a good pr story yeah. too because you hear and jason is just like imagining it i reiterate then- uh george clooney pr stories sometimes too here's one that i've heard that i reiterate <laughs> new story <laughs> yeah <of>. yeah <laughs> could be <laughs> we have some people here with computers maybe fact check me after the fact but i had heard that he uses 
his he does those Nespresso ads uh-huh. to take that money and use it directly to higher drone surveillance of like a war criminal somewhere. Oh, I've in heard like, this I've too. Heard this yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Good. Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Whoa. yeah. This is a good story, but it doesn't involve Randy Gerber. Yeah, Cindy I know. Crawford's and kind husband. of whack, and that's Cindy Crawford's <laughs> husband. Yeah. So Cindy Crawford, who shows like the side of her nipple for a split second in yes, Fair Game in, in the fair, train. Of course, train. I remember. You, all yeah. I was wondering because you didn't say immediately you knew what I was talking about, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, I knew you exactly knew. What you're I knew right you before knew. Howie Long comes in. To, oh yeah, 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 it's Broken Arrow. <laughs> oh okay. It's train. With the spoke, that's where the screen train comes stuff, from. Yeah. I know that. There's that crazy yell he does. I think. Right, do you know what I'm talking about? There's a crazy yell. It's like oh, in Broken Arrow. Yeah, yeah. That is. How, that's how we long from that movie. I Is believe. that like the Wilhelm scream? It's similar. Sort of I, I, it, the long. We scream. may have talked about this before. It, you, I was looking for it and trying to figure it out. Is that the Wilhelm scream? And I came upon the, the Google results on the website, not the Wilhelm scream.com. Wow. <laughs> everybody has to clarify that. No, no, no. It's the Urog, which you'll hear in a lot of like Haunted House, Six Flag, Fright Fest kind of ads. <laughs> One of those screens is present in Adventureland, the current haunted house from like a few years ago uh-huh, new in uh-huh. the last couple of years uh the mystery mansion okay uh is is mostly animatronics popping out and screaming at you they're not a lot of story <laughs> but it is a suspended haunted house where the track is above you uh you can oh. see the cars here with the mascot for adventureland alfie adventureland i <laughs> love it with the fucking superhero look yes. like it's like we got to get kids in here it's got to be superheroes he does have like a weird 50s like he has like a pompadour, pompadour. <laughs> <laughs> again an official symbol of long island yeah he had, our superheroes use hair gel here of course <laughs> he yeah. looks like a clip art a piece of clip art here he really does. Yeah. It's yeah. Not he looks a like ton. you colored him in on a menu at a off, like a non-chain <laughs> restaurant. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes, he does. Well, do we love Alfie? Like, do we uh, love him in spite of the way he's drawn? Do I, we love him? I like I the like fact okay. that he's kind of like original. You know, even yeah. though he is yeah, just yeah. a blank ass superhero, like I do like love yeah. original IP at theme, which they have with the tree. Yeah, I, I mean, this is a small theme park to have two pieces of original IP. Yeah, that's true. Yes. The L. I I looked up the food uh, options at this park too, uh, and I there's a food court called Three Generations Food Court. Uh, there is a <laughs> restaurant that is just labeled restaurant, uh, which is very funny. And then there's a place called Tony's Tavern. Uh, which is just a stand, and Gabrus, I don't want to, I mean, I don't want to speak ill of this place. Tony's Tavern either is the most carded place in Long Island or the least carded place in Long Island. <laughs> but they're drinking, their options are beer, uh, White Claw, or uh, Spiked Arnold Palmer. Oh, so, that is uh, Long Island, dude. Holy yeah. shit, that's so funny. I, I Didn't a guy named Tony buy it? Because I remember... A, when it got bought in like the late 90s or at some point in the 2000s, a dude named Tony bought the Adventureland. Wow. Yeah. Or like one of the investors was named Tony. Something because I remember roasting like the idea of like, of course, a guy named Tony owns Adventureland. <laughs> I, <So. laughs> I would believe it. I mean, it's changed hands like yeah, that makes a few sense. times now, but it's still like owned locally i think yeah. uh, i am you guys have inspired me and maybe i'll do we can do a follow-up episode or i could do some like correspondent shit when i go back east eventually when it's safe to travel again i have two nephews now uh that are like six and three they're not old old enough enough but like 
it would be a good cover to get to go to Adventureland. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, oh yeah. I could take you like, hey, Uncle John's gonna take you to Adventureland. Let's go, let's go check it out. He's like, uh, hold hold this uh, boom mic for Uncle John while he's got it to cut. <laughs> Are you familiar with podcast the ride? No. Okay, well, hold on. Let me. Uncle John's got what to do too. Adventureland is this little wall of big big postcards from other amusement parks around the country, and that's pretty cool. It's almost like the park wrote a postcard. Yeah, no. <laughs> really? I, didn't get I, that. I just saw that real quick in a YouTube video. Like, <laughs> that's yeah, really funny. Weird, yeah. I think another ride I remember being cool was Bumper Boats. Okay. And I don't know if that's a... I haven't seen that in a lot of like... Because I guess most of my rides growing up were for traveling things, and I guess Bumper Boats travel not as oh, well as Gravitron or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. But I remember Bumper Boats being really cool and kind of scary to get in and out of. Uh-huh. Like, you know, it was kind of like, all right, drive it up over here by the wall, and like a, 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 a teen is going to pull you out or whatever. You know, <laughs> yeah. it's kind of like you stand, and it's like wobbly, uh-huh. and the water is like that fucking Lisa Simpson, uh, like itchy and scratchy. I'll say on the current map of Adventure land they are labeled rescue boats so you know what you're getting in for <laughs> oh my god wait hold on i think i also remember the boats maybe possibly had water guns on them oh like that wow. you could like yeah. you had like operated like a 50 cal kind of yeah i've seen those shoot water off of it at that's other people cool. if i remember correctly yeah like uh, how, like other boats but off the ride even but that's really cool yeah that's that's more satisfying than like bumping boats yeah because boats are slow yeah they really are, <laughs> like can't get that much speed like, <laughs> and i was always oversized you know for my age so like i was always in the slowest thing my uh-huh. my bumper boat was always like water was coming over the side and shit <laughs> like everything was just always like an extra difficult thing uh-huh. for me of like oh well i can't get the bar let's push the bar down you know like <laughs> uh anything else you remember in the ride department i feel like i don't know a lot about the specific rides you yeah know, I, uh, I remember pie rat i remember the <laughs> sort of like uh, Richard Scarry uh, mm. Apple Ferris wheel type thing. Okay. I remember um, games. Like games was big because like that felt like when you were the age that rides felt corny when they weren't like scary rides. Right. Now I can have a nostalgia for being like and I'm assuming you guys understand. <laughs> I think I'm talking in the right mm, place here. Go ahead, yeah. Now I can go on a ride that's cheesy and bad and love it because it's not a fucking Marvel movie or whatever. You know what I mean? Oh, and just sure be like, enough. this is so crazy. Someone built this with their hands. This is great. This has been around mm-hmm. for 50 years. Yeah, but like yeah. when I was a kid, I was like, the second it wasn't scary anymore, yeah. it was like whack. And then, but <laughs> games was like gambling in a way. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And that like, that was fun of like, yeah. what can we come home with? Like, what can we yeah. leave with? felt like a big like i remember the shift in like i'm not uh, my money is for games not for ride tickets like i remember at one Uh, point where it was like and maybe it was sort of like aging up a little when wanting to seem cool you know like not wanting to be like cheering on a ride because there were other 15 16 year olds around or something i remember distinctly a shift to like the games are really what i do you know like i try i play the hoop (laughs) game you know they're all kind of sports actually you know i'm not like that's like when yeah that's like when you're like 11 at chuck e cheese and you're like i don't do the little like ride you go on anymore i'm just playing skee-ball 
Because yeah. I'm coming yeah. home with something. I'm taking that toaster oven home. I just need yeah. 2,200 tickets to get the toaster oven. <laughs> I just need $1,100 from my mom <laughs> to get that many tickets. Yeah, yes, Dad. I know that if I wanted a yo-yo, you could just buy it <laughs> for way cheaper than the amount of quarters you mm-hmm. gave me here at this Nathan's. Mm-hmm. But just shut the fuck up and give me the money. <laughs> so distinct, that memory of like, Jesus Christ, Jot, that I'll just buy you a fucking toy. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't earn it with play <laughs> on the games front did you ever go to a place uh it looks like it's seven uh minutes down the road a place called fun zone yes okay yeah fun zone had laser tag if i oh, remember okay, correctly okay. Okay, yeah cool. so fun zone ruled i fun zone was like a birthday party destined kids would have their birthday parties there uh-huh, uh-huh. in my town i had i wish i could remember the name of it fuck it'll come to me um but we in my in my town we had a one of those rented for three hours for a birthday party and it has ten arcade games in it you know oh, like cool. and it was like the cheaper version because it was like the towny version it wasn't fun zone a with TM and commercials oh, it was yeah, 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 yeah I went to like uh, ten arcade cabinets in like a conference room <laughs> and they served pizza and cake there and it was the best because a free arcade at the time even yeah, though you had sure. console yeah, at yeah, home yeah. a free arcade just still felt like. Yeah, like, yeah. It, it felt like free arcade is to a teen as open bar is to a 20 something. Oh, yeah, that's like, perfect. It felt Absolutely. like where it's just like, mm-hmm. oh, I, I don't like, even when you're in your 20s, you're like, I don't want to drink at all today. I feel like shit, but <laughs> the, I, I don't want, I'm not going to have to pay for drinks at this party. So I'm going to get <laughs> yeah. absolutely blasted or whatever. Oh, it's a rap party for the job I'm a PA for? Hell yeah. <laughs> Open bar. I'm going to fucking scream in the executive producer's face. A great I'm, equalizer, the rap party when you're a PA. Yeah, it's I like, sp- we all eat the same reheated catering <laughs> bullshit right? food right now. I'll tell you what, it's very funny you say that because the rap party is a great equalizer especially when i was first coming up because i was a pa who was in his early 20s super confident cocky annoying class clown energy yeah and so i was kind of and, and a party animal and i had been drinking for 10 years even though i'm only 20 only 22 at this point <laughs> <laughs> so the nerds who are like segment producers and writers uh-huh. on these shows i'm working on i'm like at the rap party i'm like you fucking bitch let's do another <laughs> shot of soco lime you know and it's like i'm like i'm like the alpha i at at the mtv networks party which was like the big annual party that you had to and they were such scumbags about everything at Viacom. <laughs> Surprise! Uh, <laughs> you had to work 40 weeks at, or 46 weeks out of the year or something crazy like that as a freelancer to be invited to the holiday party. They checked your yep, minimum. They checked how much you worked because Ugh. you know someone might get a 20-week gig and then a 10-week gig in the same year, and then they don't get invited to the... Uh, so it, it was a huge deal. It was at the Hammerstein Ballroom. Mm-hmm. Everyone is there. From, like, like sweet. Way is there. Sumner Redstone is there. You know what I mean? Like, Whoa. so even the PAs Sumner. from Best Week Ever are there. You know, which, which is what I was. So, oh, wow. I didn't know so yeah, that's our. Uh, weirdly enough, uh, Paul Shear was my level two uh, improv teacher, and I was transcribing his take on The Bachelor. Wow, yes, probably the first thing. <laughs> the first thing I ever saw him on. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, I think you're right. Yeah, that must have because and all all. 
now people who are like my peers were, were people like Donna and uh, Danielle. Uh, no. oh, right. yeah, yeah, like yeah. All, um, Hubel, mm-hmm. uh, Riggle, like all these people that I would eventually work with where I was transcribing all their jokes. Uh, but Hammerstein Ballroom, huge fucking party. Everyone's there. My supervising producer at Best Week Ever, a dude who had written on Bill Maher before he came to Best Week Ever. <laughs> so he had a WGA job when everyone uh-huh. else was sort of non union pseudo writer segment producer jobs and so he came in and was such an alpha asshole and he was kind of like the right hand man to the uh, uh whole ep of um best week ever whose name was fred graver he was quite a dick to me so i'm i'm not gonna <laughs> cool. let the right hand guy the right hand guy i've since worked with and we've gotten our uh, uh-huh. over it but he we we were at the party and no one liked me on the production. None of like the comedy people, like because I was, f- and I think it was in hindsight. And this is such maybe a rewriting of history. I was funnier than the people who did the comedy for Best Week Ever. Not the panelists, uh-huh. but the writers and segment producers would be like, would be like, this actually, this is a really funny joke. I got to get so and so to say this joke. I'm like, let the fucking person just say whatever they want. Shut yeah. up, it's Doug Benson. Shut the fuck up. Right, right. You know, Wait, so they wrote the interstitial, like the setups. Or- yeah, they would write the setups. Or- but then they would also like, was yeah, like, well, just can you do one where you say something and they would try to like pitch a joke they were proud that they wrote and mm. it was bad oh. and I think they hated me because I was like confident and funny but I was supposed to be the lowest man on the totem pole yeah. long story short this guy the right hand guy he fucking at the holiday party we're all in a big circle everyone from best week ever all the behind the scenes people someone bumps into him he turns around thinks it's me walks up to me and and i don't know this is happening comes up to me he's like gabris and i'm like what up man and he takes my pants and pours a (laughs) cup of like ice like or whatever's left of his like jack and coke into my pants and i just look at him and i grab him by his collar raise my fist punch him once in the head and go to punch him again and uh, like everyone like all my co our co-workers like grab me and pull me off of him he's like what what the fuck man what the fuck man you can't just swing on people i'm like yeah that's what i do if someone does this to me and i'm like so worked up and i realize again like we discussed several times in this podcast that's when i realized i was different than the other like i was raised differently than everyone else who's like you know i've been working in TV production for four uh-huh. years and I'm like I'm 23 ready to fist fight anyone who challenges my alpha dumb. from the so mean I, streets of Adventureland yeah. I was trained in Adventureland my, yeah. my Sifu is the, uh, an old tree <laughs> <laughs> but wow, I fucking wow. but the, the Hammerstein Ballroom thing was always just the biggest bash of the year like and your and your executive producer who was like a 40 year old woman who was beautiful and, and like now I know would be a friend of mine like a beautiful interesting woman who's very into music and she's like married with a kid but now she's like take your fucking shirt off like at the party you know like everyone is just like it's flipped where you're like this place rules because it's like if you're 40 and still working at viacom you have a certain like en- like it has like that comedy energy to it you know that, for sure that is a legendary ecw venue the Hammerstein Ballroom. Oh shit! Insane bloodshed were spilled there. Oh fuck! There's something Taz about it. Fucking- Taz, Rob Van, the, there were crazy shit went down in that place. A, a friend of mine got thrown out for jumping off the balcony at the party. 
He oh just, it's like God. it's like twenty feet in the air. He just <laughs> onto what? Landed Wait, on the ground. That's what smashed. Like it was oh. so loud. That's what New Jack did. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's the only reason I know about the Hammerstein. I was like, well, that seems like normal behavior for the Hammerstein ballroom. <laughs> Dudes jumped off that balcony all the time. <laughs> it's a huge balcony. <laughs> how? I think that's awesome. You threw a punch in the Hammerstein ballroom. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And hallowed halls. Were yeah, that's awesome. Took place. I'm so yeah. impressed. Oh my God. Yeah, my oh, forefathers so before me. Yeah. Jeez. Geez. Uh, um, be- before we wrap it up, unless it, people have other, I stuff. got one thing real quick, oh, yeah, and I think least. this might be new because it looks new. But one of my one of my favorite of the attractions is just called Sports Tower. Oh, that's so funny! Yeah, that's and recent. it's just uh, excuse me, uh, it's just uh, I'm getting the Wi-Fi here, so sorry, it just looks uh, like this, and it goes up and down. It's just a bunch of it's every <laughs> type of sports ball. Oh, so you're just like it hit a, a ball that goes ball? up and yeah, you're, it's like so like it's like you it's like the what you sit in is half of the ball and then a giant ball is above you so you're a soccer ball above you and then half a soccer ball you sit in uh, so it's kind of kind of like a hot air balloon exactly like, layout, and it's, it's like uh yeah sports tower is what it's called that's awesome <laughs> that'll <laughs> that's like where you get the, banished to like uh-huh. as punishment <laughs> yeah send them to sports tower so force no. him to play baseball no <laughs> film it show his family i'm afraid, I'm afraid of the ball <laughs> show his worst uncle <laughs> him at bat <laughs> i tried pitching one in second grade and the coach pulled me out after one inning yeah. <laughs> it ruined me it did the, it ruined me along the lines of sports tower here i want to ask you guys something do you guys have like a a feverish because i i love there's a million rides and a million parks that are just yeah. they go up and down or they swing back and forth or they spin yeah. mm-hmm. but i love the little flair that each one gets mm-hmm. of like the sports tower yeah. there's probably one where it's dumbo elephants there's probably one where it's parachutes where and i oh, love yeah. the example i always use that i my version of that that i love is slot machine branding because I'm a big yeah, yeah. Uh, v- Vegas and casino guy. So mm. for me, when I go, I love finding like Arctic Wolf, you know, and it's oh, just like. Oh, the wolf ones are crazy. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Who's this for? And it's like, <laughs> you know, it's like Montezuma's belief. And it's like a pharaoh and like money behind. Like, there I don't are know what any of this means. So many pharaoh ones. of the gym. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I, I just. And, as a fantasy head, a lot of them are fantasy adjacent too. Like you said, oh, wisdom sure. of the gem or like <laughs> unicorns dreams, you know? And, and I like, love. is there, do you guys have that with like some of these, uh, as you see theme parks, it's like every theme park has the thing that shoots water and you fill a clown's mouth, but they, you know, what is the it mild in, other spin that they yeah, put on yeah. it? But you fill a Pharaoh's mouth with water. In. Yeah. I love, cause I, oh, I love that where it's like, this is the same game as that, but people are choosing this cause it's called majestic Buffalo or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God. Well, because uh, all these oh. rides are like this is a cheap like this is an all what they call off the shelf ride, which is like a basic ride any any place can buy. But just the fact that there's ball sports balls, which what you call them, right? Sports <laughs> balls, sports balls. <laughs> like that together, makes it so much people. better. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah weird lazy theme. Oh man. I, I I mean this is from the higher budget end, but one that comes to mind is how there's like a there there's a ride that just is like scary spins you up and down wow you're way up here now you're way down here and you're facing the ground uh it's it's like whipping you around on a big pole and the, the vehicle itself spins and it was in a paramount park so it used to have official branding and it was called tomb raider the ride but then they lost the paramount branding and they just had to call it the crypt so right. it like all got limited there was a bunch of those like the uh um 
the uh, Italian job, the ride became stunt coaster, and now oh, so just yeah. like like how, how can we still make it feel like without something having to like change a bunch? Yeah, not where, the real IP, the laziness of the crypt. I like. I really enjoy. That's like. It, perfect I, I like it's like lenny croft the tomb divider you know <laughs> Pilferer. Uh, i really like we were talking about uh dumbo the flying elephant recently and how many carnivals and amusement parks just have an elephant ride uh my favorite one uh, i didn't don't think we had time to get to this on the show but they're at the Lyon County Safari Park in Loxahatchee, Florida. So, like, in Florida, same state as Dumbo, they have Bullwoggy's Flying Adventure. <laughs> Bullwoggy was an elephant that was born at this uh, safari park. And it is very clearly, they barely... It's a cartoon it's elephant. Just, it's, it's not a realistic it's not a, thing. It's not a recreation of Bullwoggy over there. No, but it's just the Dumbo ride. It's just yeah. like a less busy Dumbo ride. And eventually Bullwoggy uh, moved to a number of zoos and was at Disney's Animal Kingdom for a little while. I didn't oh, realize man. elephants moved around so much. Oh, it's disheartening, man. Did they sign Bullwoggy? Huh? They like signed the elephant. Well, I think it's either for they move for medical treatment or to mm. make more elephants. Oh, oh. So, so he went on a fucking cum run to Disney. <laughs> 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 Gotta go drop a few loads off, boys. <laughs> classic. Well, classic. The other elephants are like cheering for him as he's walking, like a guy who's getting released from prison. <laughs> classic Bullock. Bullwoggy. Bullwoggy, man. Bullwoggy. It's like Alcatraz. They're clanging peanuts against their cages. <laughs> Give it to me now. I can't wait. <laughs> I'm inseminating right this second. <laughs> oh, oh, magic. Um, yeah the Dumbo ride is a good one because you'll just see that like variations of that everywhere it's like a dragon that has like big ears and like along the trunk and yeah. you're like you just painted an elephant green and are trying to call this a dragon <laughs> ride <aren't you?" laughs> and Disney's not gonna sue them because it's like well most people are gonna walk by that and call it like Dumbo anyway so right. it's just free marketing <laughs> for them. Dumbo out of yeah. the yeah. conversation yeah. And, yeah. and like Hatchatachi, Florida is not stealing uh, Disney World's thunder at all. Yeah. I don't think. <laughs> uh, um, okay, let me let me get to this before I wind it down. The, the uh, I just um, this is something I should do more often with with parks is look <clears throat> at Yelp reviews. Mm. Um, this the, the the Yelp review situation. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of complaints about just uh, I have to I have to pay for the wristband myself, even though just the kids are going to go on the rides. Something I guess to watch out for with the with the nephews. Uh, uh, but you know what you're getting into. I'll make a huge now. stink. <laughs> <laughs> I look forward to embarrassing my nephews. I have <laughs> to drunkenly back. argue with the guy about you. I'm not paying extra for nacho cheese. Just I have give to it to pay me. for a ticket to enter this place. <laughs> That's weird, this man. Gated, uh, yeah, this land gated private establishment. <laughs> um, but the the ticket and the bracelet caused this other melee that is is one of the funnier things I've seen on Yelp in a while. Let me try to, to condense this uh, the best I can. Basically, this person, uh, uh, one w- mega paragraph, so many paragraphs, one star review. They're so angry. Um, and it starts with complaining that if you, sometimes you have to wait in a long line to even get the bracelet and to get into the park. And there are no bathrooms on the outside of the park. So you have mm. to pay before 
you get to use a bathroom. And if you've done a long drive, if you've come in from the city, mm. you got a lot of pee loaded up. What are you going to do? Uh, well, you're going to be really weird and write a weird Yelp review. Yeah, you got to go about piss it. in the uh, Target. <laughs> <laughs> well, that'd be better than where they landed. So, uh, uh, all right. Uh, you know, many people need to use the bathroom, but they won't let you in unless you pay. Uh, the management need portals for their customer. Portals? It's just the human thing to do. The staff told us to pee in the parking lot because we do not have a bracelet. We ended up peeing uh, while a family and their kids walked around us. Uh, like, there's what? must have been a way to not be peeing <laughs> next to the children straight onto the, the pavement. Does this guy know what plumbing hookups cost nowadays? Hey! Come on, buddy. Give me a portal. <laughs> oh, no! I'm in, I'm in Earth Prime. <laughs> I hope there's toilets here. Yeah, but what'd you wish for, pal? <laughs> uh, and then this leap. Imagine if we end up getting in a video. I guess it's free advertisement for Adventureland? How humiliating for me and especially my wife. Reviews go on. Uh, the staff actually said to pee in the parking lot. And then he keeps saying shame, but he says Shane with an N instead <laughs> multiple times. Urinating in the parking lot is illegal and disgusting. And then get he brings, and these reviews are months apart, by the way. So he's fixated on this specific idea. We hope nobody took a video of us when their staff wouldn't let us use the restroom after traveling for hours. If anyone ended up taking a video of us urinating, especially with my wife in that position we are taking legal what? action against adventure holy land. shit how does his wife piss that's what? a question what, what? Are we talking about? <laughs> that's how she's comfortable who taking video this sounds like someone took a video or he did and she's mad about it and he's like i think it was someone else at the park i gotta get to the bottom of it. remembering where i was i couldn't have been filming you there's a car antenna in the way i think some weirdo put this straight onto Pornhub. <laughs> it's out wife Adventureland piss vid. Um, so this was interesting and then I kept going. Let me keep looking at one stars and then I landed at uh, first of all, when me and my husband got to the park, we needed to use the restroom very badly. There was a long line into the park, and they said we couldn't go in without a wristband. And I'm like, oh, my God, this keeps happening. People keep <laughs> not getting to pee until they get into the park. As it, as I went on, I went, wait a minute. The first review was Jeff D. The next review is Ann D. They're She's both from Jamaica. Urinator. I think Ann is tits out urinator. Um, it's, I just started, and both accounts involve somebody like somebody named Bob, a manager saying after their third time at City Hall, all right, fine, what if I offer you dinner? And their response is, it's too late for dinner. I'm not hungry now. Like, like poor Bob is trying to do something for him. Oh, man. No, I'm full. Um, so then, uh, but her account adds another thing to the story. Um, what did he want us to do? Go in the parking lot? He shrugged his shoulders and suggested that that's what we do. We ran to a section behind a car where both my husband and I squatted to go pee. He squatted He's, too? Yeah. The husband also <laughs> squatted. <laughs> Who made you squat? The manager didn't say you had to squat. Yeah, it's also funny that the manager's like, they, they, the other guy's like, they told us to pee in the lot. Then her recollection is like, what do you want us to do? Pee in the lot? And he's like, okay. Like, he's just like saying okay. And the husband's like, that guy, Bob's a sick fuck. I got a video of my wife. Bob sure. wants me to go squat and pee in front of all the children, in front of the prying eyes of as many children as possible. That's what Bob's look conveyed to me. I got to say, though, 
I don't have an assumption of me being able to go to a bath unless it's like a restaurant where my table's not ready. You know what I mean? Like that. Like if I'm waiting out in line outside at a bar, like to get you know, like in college or a club that's a long line, I wouldn't expect to be able to cut the entire line to <laughs> urinate and then get back in line. No, that yeah. has never been allowed yeah. anywhere. Yeah. You have to. It's unfortunate. It sucks. You have to kind of plan for that. It's like I'm gonna run across the street to the Carvel and uh, get an ice cream yeah. cone. And pee in there. There's but, a Target, a Starbucks, and a gas station along going, this same drag. You, you would have like going the going into a theme park and trying to pee is the same as if you were like going to like if there was only a bathroom past security in an airport. Right, right. It right. would and be like what? Yeah. It's gonna be like you know a, a nine minute walk. I mean, in Adventureland, <laughs> nine minute it takes you from one end to the other. Uh-huh. But like in another theme park, you'd have to like walk all the way to the bathroom and then like be escorted back out in line, or yeah, you have like, to cut the line and buy a bracelet because you're pretending you have to urinate. There's no special treatment. <laughs> the people in the line are going to be mad at you. There's humiliation yeah. either way. Yeah, I feel it's like. Long Island. Just piss your pants, piss in the parking lot. No one's going to give a fuck. It's like a piss. Is this like a piss scam? Why? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wonder. Bob's, if Bob's got a fucking uh, only. Fans, he's like, uh, oh, it's Bob's. <laughs> Bob's oh, it's Bob's. You guys want a dinner? I'm flossing with cash over here. <laughs> oh, me, guys. Uh, if you're um, in Long Island, go to Adventureland. Do not go to Bobland. <laughs> yeah, Bobland is a very fucked up. They have very. the uh, Sprite bottle full of PCP though. <laughs> at Bobland, <laughs> really, really quick. There's a little more to the story of Hell them. Yeah. I was curious what their other reviews are yes. like uh, um and it's it's a ton of similarly unhinged one star reviews of like it's a, they seem to like go to buffets in the new york area and get upset mm. about different things like the, it's it's covid they the people the customers in line weren't using masks or gloves I'm like, hang on. We've been in this for nearly two years. I have never seen gloves as a suggestion yeah. in any and establishment. Also, Where's your gloves? You're taking your fucking life into your hands going into a buffet at, <laughs> yes, during the know. pandemic. I'm not judging you for doing it, but you can't go in there and be like, this is not COVID safe. <laughs> like, that's not how it works, unfortunately. Definition. I don't think it was safe before, really. <laughs> right. Um, uh, but my favorite review that we that I that I landed at was... A, a poor review for a, a music uh, tutor um, and the, the, the winding path that this takes where it starts with music related concerns such as she rarely taught me any arias down to then through a lot of obscure music complaints she doesn't know how to teach the harmony but then it gets into out of nowhere um, she doesn't know how to drive so many times she had me drive her around for free places like a wedding that we weren't invited to where she made me and my husband sing without practice. <laughs> what? Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm Hold confused. That, I'm that confused. was snuck in there, Andy, or whatever your name is, Ann M. Holy shit. Uh, I, I, I get complaining that your music teachers roped you into driving, but I didn't know she roped her into driving her to a gig and playing with her? Here, that sounds go. good. That sounds like a dream come true. Yeah, that might and be fun. a good, like, rip the Band-Aid off situation. Yeah. Look, you, you know, pressure's on, perform. Yeah. Imagine you book a singer for your wedding and she comes with like two students who are seethingly mad and are begging to use your bathroom and being like, why the fuck won't you let me piss in your wedding? Do you have AAA? My check engine like came 
Stop looking at my wife while she squats in the fucking parking lot, you sickos. <laughs> you perverts. She wants to squat and be in positions like in me. This is how I piss. I tuck my dick between my legs so the tip touches the concrete in my deepest squat, and I just let it out so there's no splash. What? <laughs> the arctness yelp Let love account. lift us up where we... They all start singing. <laughs> After railing about the lack of bathrooms at the wedding. We need portals. <laughs> this wedding has no portals. <laughs> the arc this Yelp account has taken is more interesting than a number of short stories I have read. Um, <laughs> by Augur's yeah. Light. By, oh, no, George Saunders stories. You, you they are pretty, pretty good. They're, yeah, they're, they're as good as some yeah. Civil War land in decline? Is that's that? in bad decline. That's yeah. right. Yeah. That's, and that's a theme park based? That is theme park. It's about a Civil War theme park falling apart. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, great, yeah. great story. Um, one more thing really quick. The Please, other, no, the other, don't the stop. Other complaint, <laughs> the, the, the other complaint, I think during these uh, forced somehow without a gun in play, drive to a wedding and make you perform at, a, perform at the wedding. Uh, on these drives, she talks about things like her boyfriend and their sex life. And once she talked about how she likes the Beast and Rolf because they are hairy like the men she likes. What's Rolf? Rolf, Rolf the is dog. from Rolf Muppets. Is yeah. Rolf the dog. He's the piano player. Yeah. Is Hank McCoy? <laughs> yeah, I think or, so. Oh, probably Beauty or and the Beauty Beast. Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, okay. <laughs> or is it X-Men Beast? I don't is know. Is it Ron Perlman Beast? Could Ooh, be. Yeah, yeah is sure. it Kelsey Grammer Beast? Is Kelsey it Grammer Beast? beast? I mean, <laughs> all of our dreams are Kelsey Grammer Beast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, uh, drive me around. Perform at this wedding. Uh, squat in the bathroom and uh, listen to how I want to fuck Rolf the dog. So we're still waiting on the succession show Bible, but you have found the Requiem for a Dream show Bible. (laughs) Juice by Sarah. Juice by Sarah. (laughs) Uh, It's really funny because I thought she was going to be like, she makes me pick her up and drop her off, which is kind of annoying as hiring a a music teacher or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking piano or guitar, and I'm thinking it's for her kids, (laughs) right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like, these are adults who want to be operatic type singers now. We as can't adults. Even imagine you and your wife taking opera lessons together at your house, and then the, you have to like, all right, let's both drive her to the wedding. It's like, wait, what is this? I, if I'm if I'm her husband, I'll be like, look, please, you've embarrassed me in front of Bob at Adventureland. Take this woman by yourself to the fucking theme park. Look, Gabrus, you got out of Long Island your way. She's trying to get <laughs> yeah, out of her way, and all the UCB is fucking closed. Manhattan, right. so yes, handing isn't enough anymore, brother. <laughs> I gotta sing arias <laughs> with my husband, <laughs> unprepared at weddings. <laughs> um. Anyway, this is the this is one of the best pieces of literature. I know. Uh, Holy yeah, shit! Really. Please send a link. Thrilled with this. Uh, um. Uh, which for that, I really have to thank you for bringing Adventureland, the wonderful yeah. world of Adventureland, oh. an episode full of uh, of of punching and peeing. And, mm-hmm. and blood splashing and fighting. Uh, 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 Just what? like my child. <laughs> <laughs> you painted a picture of your life. John Gabriel's You Survived Podcast The Ride. Yay! Uh, what a blast. Oh my God. So much fun. Let's exit through the gift shop. Is there anything you'd like to plug? Yes. Uh, I got a podcast called High and Mighty, and I also have a podcast called Action Boys, which is a Patreon podcast, but we got some free episodes out there, so wherever you're listening to this, just search for it and get a sniff, get hooked. And then every Monday night at 11 Eastern, 8 Pacific, I'm talking movies live on Spotify Greenroom, and you can talk 
to me as well. Uh, it's complicated and a, an app that's kind of difficult to figure out, but uh, I'm enjoying doing it. I'd love to see some more people there. That sounds fun. It's wow. not easy to find, but once you do, <laughs> they hopefully will never hear this plug. Less, hey, still less horrific than whatever Clubhouse is. Right, right. It's the same exact <laughs> I see. All right. Um, uh, hey, and as for us, you can find us on the socials at Podcast the Ride. Merch is available in our T Public store. And for three bonus episodes every month, check out Podcast the Ride, the second gate at patreon.com slash podcast the ride. I can't promise that other episodes are as, as violent as this. I will I promise that they are not. I think you brought, I'm not sure. Yeah. Maybe nobody but Mundy has talked about fighting on the show. This is generally the pool of the guests. So yeah, thank talk you about a helping. guy you see at a lot of auditions. <laughs> 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 uh, oh boy alright thanks for listening everybody uh, that was see, a good ya. One. see ya bye forever dog this has been a forever dog production executive produced dog. by Mike Carlson Jason Sheridan Scott Gardner Brett Boehm Joe Cilio and Alex Ramsey for more original podcasts dog. please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe dog. to our shows on Apple Podcasts Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.